Pastor Michelle Donatien coming to you from Michelle Donatien Ministries. And I want to encourage you with a fresh word from the Lord today. To Jesus be all the praise. Hello, 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 and welcome. Welcome to the November the 16th, 2020 episode. Glory be to God. I'm excited to be with you here today. Do you know we serve a mighty God? We serve a miracle working God. We serve a loving God. I've got to tell you, I am just blown away and I'm always reminded by the Lord of just how wonderful he is. And I'm going to be talking to you today about prayer because he answers every prayer in scripture. And we're going to get started. Stay tuned. Well, my friends, I'm just excited. What is going on in this world where there's a lot? There's a lot happening in this world today, but you know something? We serve a God who is constant, and no matter what, we can always turn to him. And the Lord tells us, glory be to God, that he is faithful. He is faithful. We, well, I'm going to just be honest with you. We have not been faithful. We have not been faithful. And you know it. You know what I'm talking about. You can look back in your life and say, wow, the Lord has kept me. But it wasn't because of my own doing. It was because of his doing. You know, the other day I shared with you that we cannot make peace with God. The Lord Jesus, by his death, he made peace. And then we accepted it. Hallelujah. If that makes sense to you, you may not have caught that podcast, but I shared about that when we talked about the atoning death of the Lord Jesus Christ, the death in his blood, because we can't make peace with him. What can we do? What can you and I do to make peace with God? If it was about works, then we could do something to make peace with God, but it's not about our works. And I'm so grateful, praise Jesus, that it's not about our works. If it was about our works, boy, a lot of us would be in some serious trouble. Actually, all of us would be. Because even those that we call the nicest people are not holy people, right? And I bet you can look around and you know yourself, somebody might call you nice, but you know deep down in your heart that although you mean well in many situations, you've not been very kind because you're human, right? This is not about saying how, about talking about all of your faults. This is about recognizing that none of us, none of us is holy, but only by the blood of Jesus, by the spirit of God. None of us can live a holy life without the spirit of God. None of us can. So if it was about works, then yes, we could say we made peace with God. But we can't say that because this is not about works. We've been given a free pride, a free uh, gift, salvation, forgiveness, and justification, all by the blood and the death of Jesus Christ. You and I, we didn't have to do anything, and we didn't deserve it. None of us did. We didn't have to do anything to deserve it. God didn't look and say, well, I think this one will be a better person than that one. No. In fact, when someone said to Jesus, talk to Jesus about someone being a good man, he said, who is a good man? Why do you call me a good man? There's nobody good but the father because there is no good person on this earth. When people in the world say it, I don't even listen. I, there is no such thing as a good person. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory. Those people that the world says is a good person, they lie, they cheat, they steal. Let's just be honest. You know, 
Nobody is holy but by the Holy Spirit. And that's by the blood of Jesus and his atoning death. So as we sit here, you and I today, we recognize that by our works, we can do nothing. But by the Holy Spirit, it's really him that does it. So as we pray, we remember that when we pray, we're interceding on behalf of others. You know, when we pray, if we live for the Lord Jesus Christ, he's going to answer all of our prayers before we have need of them or before we even know we have a need. He answers our prayers and he takes care of them. In fact, I'd like to even tell you that he will come to you before you even know something's going to happen and warn you before you even prayed. And what you do then is you can thank the Lord. You can pray about that thing that he warned you about. But really, we're here to intercede on behalf of others. That's really what we need to be doing. We need to be praying for others. We need to be praying for our family members. We need to be praying for our loved ones, praying for our communities, praying for our towns, praying for our leaders, praying for our presidents, praying for our countries, praying for the church, praying for the unsaved. Prayer. Prayer. A life of prayer. Wow. Is something else. And I got to tell you, you know... I'm looking at the Lord Jesus and I'm looking at his word and I'm saying, help me to pray like you want me to pray, Lord God, because I don't have it all together. I haven't achieved, you know, the top of the top of, and, and none of us will until we meet Jesus and it won't even be us that achieved it. It will be the blood of Jesus and his atoning death that has done all the work for us. It's already done. Because the Bible, what does the Bible say in Revelations chapters 12, verse 10 and 11? They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. So what is the word of our testimony? The word of God. Our testimony, it's not us. In fact, it has nothing to do with us. All it is is us being obedient. And let's face it, the Bible shows us that we cannot even be obedient, but by the Holy Spirit causing us to be obedient. So really, this is all the work of the, of the Lord. He's doing it all. His Holy Spirit is his spirit. That means the spirit of God is constantly working in us, constantly helping us, changing us. We cannot do it on our own. There is no way to do it on our own. We cannot. If we could, we would not have needed Jesus. We would not have needed him to die on the cross. He wouldn't have done it. Why would he have gone through that agony? Why would he have gone through that if we didn't need it? Because we did. Because we did. The Lord God gave us law so that we would know that we needed Jesus. And the Lord Jesus came to this earth for the sole purpose of dying on the cross as a man because that was the way the atonement would be made. That was the only way the atonement could be made. The blood had to be shed. The blood of Jesus had to be shed. And aren't we wonderfully grateful for what he did for us? Wow, we've got to remember this. This is what he says when we partake of the Holy Communion, you know, supper, if you will, with the Lord God. Supper, a meal with the Lord God. That's what my pastor calls it. He calls it supper. Hallelujah. Supper with the Lord, it always seals the deal. Glory be to God. When we have supper with him, he says to remember his death and his blood as often as we do, as often as we have supper, remember it. So he wants us to remember it because that is the work that was done. That is the work that was done. 
Now, as we look at the word of God and we look at prayer, you see, the prayer is us being used by the Holy Spirit, being used by God, being his mouthpiece, carrying out or speaking out, asking him to do his plan, and then he does it. Because he gave us dominion here over this earth and authority. So we have authority by Jesus Christ and dominion by Jesus Christ. We had dominion and we gave it away. Adam gave it away. But then by the blood of Jesus Christ, it was given back to us. Glory be to God through the blood. When we look at the word of God, we look at Philippians chapter four, verse six. And this is what he says in the word. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And what will happen? And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. But why? Why would we have that peace? Why would that peace surpass all understanding? And why will it keep our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus? Because we know that the secret is when we pray and ask the Lord God to do what he said he would do, he'll do it and we can sit in peace knowing that he'll do it. There is no question, will you save my children? Are you saved? then all you need to do is pray for your children. They're marked with the blood. They're marked, the house is marked with the blood. The house is already marked. All you've got to do is take your authority by Jesus Christ that was given to you and pray for your children. He's promised that they will be saved. That's in his word. It is an absolute promise, you see. This is why we don't have to wonder, oh, I hope one day. No, it will happen if you pray. I can't tell you how many times I've prayed and I've seen the Lord immediately answer my prayer. It's amazing to me. Today, another prayer. The Lord gave me a dream. I won't share it. I won't go into detail, but the Lord gave me a dream and it was a warning and I prayed and it didn't happen. Praise be to God. You see, God is faithful and he loves you and I and he will answer your prayers if you pray them in faith. So please remember to pray in faith because you remember what the book of James says, you know, you know, this scripture, he gave us a warning. He gave us a warning. James chapter one, hallelujah. Let's just turn there for a moment and then we're going to close with James chapter one verses. We'll start with verse four. All right. Um, uh, it says, but let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. I asked the Lord for wisdom just the other day, and he gave it to me. He answered me like that. And, he, and I'm, the Bible says that God is no respecter of persons. But let me move on. Let me go on. Verse six says, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed wavering. What does it mean? If you don't believe what you're praying, then you're not going to have that answer. That's what it means. It means that you're going back and forth like the sea. You're wavering. He said, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Wow. What an amazing word, an amazing warning. 
So when you pray, believe that the Lord God is going to do what he said he's going to do. Believe that his word will not return to him void. If he said it, you speak it out of your mouth, just like Jesus did in Matthew 4. Matthew 4, Jesus said, as it is written, as it is written, as it is written, he spoke the word of God and the word did not return void. He spoke the word of God and the devil fleed from him. The devil fled. That's what will always happen when you speak the word of God because his word is power in Jesus' name, always in Jesus' name. You and I don't have the power, but we do through Jesus, through Jesus Christ. Through Jesus Christ, Adam gave our authority and dominion away. That's just the reality. It's the truth. But when Jesus came and died on the cross, that authority was restored to us. Glory be to God. The authority by God, hallelujah, through Jesus Christ was restored to you and to I. And therefore, we can pray and we thank him because if you re read that scripture in Ephesians chapter uh, four, excuse me, Philippians, I'm sorry, I think I might have said Ephesians earlier, but that was Philippians chapter four. Let me go back there because I apologize. I think I said Ephesians, but it's Philippians chapters four, verse six, okay? Chapters four, verse six. If I didn't say Philippians, praise the Lord, but I, th I think I did. I mean, if I didn't say Ephesians, praise the Lord, but I think I did say Ephesians. So what I meant to say was Philippians chapter four, verse six and verse seven. So if he, we, when we look at that word, we see that it says, where is it here? Here we go. Let your requests be, okay. Uh, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving means you thank God. You know it's already done. You know it's already done. You don't have to say, I hope. You don't have to say, if it's your will. If he says it's his will, then it's his will. It is his will that you be healed. The Bible says so. So you don't have to say, if it's your will, will that I be healed. No, you can stand on his promise and say, Lord, this is what your word says. I'm believing what you say about me. And I'm asking you to heal me in the name of Jesus. That's what you say. That's his word. You hold on to his word, my friends. Don't hold on to my word. Don't hold on to someone else's word. No, hold on to the word of God and it will never steer you wrong. Never. God bless you. Well, sweet people of God, I hope and pray that you were blessed by that message. The Lord is so wonderful and he's so faithful. And as we said before, as I share with you his prayer, our prayer, he answers. So we're going to go before the Lord in prayer right now. And I ask you, as I've been asking you, glory be to God, to pray for our nations, pray for this nation, America, pray for the nation you live in. Hallelujah. We all need prayer. The world has been going crazy, but with Jesus Christ, hallelujah, we have peace, hallelujah. We have peace, we have peace, we have peace in the midst of the storm. Peace, glory be to God. And I ask you to pray, stand with me in prayer for the persecuted church daily, because that is God's heart, the persecuted church, hallelujah. They are being persecuted, killed, murdered, tortured, mistreated, on every level you can imagine and even worse than you can imagine but the Lord God wants us to pray for him pray for them excuse me to pray for them 
So as we pray for them daily, watch God answer our prayer. Let's go. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today. I come before you lifting up each and every person at the sound of my voice, Lord God, and I ask you in the name of Jesus to meet all of their needs, Lord. You know their needs. You know the special needs that each one has, Lord. Touch them in a very special way today, Lord God. Open up their eyes like you said when you, when Jesus spoke, hallelujah, hallelujah. When you, Lord Jesus, spoke about the prodigal son, you said in scripture that he came to himself. When he came to himself, he realized just what he already had. He had forsaken it. Nobody took it away from him. He had forsaken it. So he came to himself and he went back to his father. Lord God, I ask you to bring each and every person here that had turned away in whatever direction, whatever way, whatever area that they will come to themselves and they will run back to you in that area of their life, in every area of their lives, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we lift up the persecuted church right now and we pray, Father, that you will strengthen them even more. Each and every day, strengthen them more and more, Lord God, as the days become more evil and more evil, Lord God, and the people become more wicked and more wicked in what they do against your persecuted church and in this world. We ask you to strengthen the persecuted people. Strengthen them that are being persecuted for your name, Lord God. Touch them. Let them know that you are right there. Let them know that you are right there. Give them strength and boldness, just like Paul prayed and said, give me, pray that I may be bold. I may speak the word of Jesus that I may pray. I may preach the gospel boldly, more boldly. I ask you to give them more boldness. Give us all your body, more boldness to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we choose to give you all the glory and honor. I plead your precious blood over all of your people at the sound of my voice, Lord God, over this nation, over their nations. I plead the precious blood of Jesus over their family members, over their businesses and their finances and their, uh, their, uh, their finances and their ministries and their jobs. Hallelujah. Over their realms of influence and over their relationships. I plead your precious blood of Jesus over everything you've ordained for them in their lives, Lord. We give you praise and honor over their homes. I plead the precious, precious, precious blood of Jesus over their homes and properties. In Jesus' name, thank you for reminding me of that, Lord. We love you. We give you all the praise and glory. And all God's people said, Amen. Well, sweet people of God, I want to thank you so much for joining me here today. Tune in tomorrow for a new and fresh word from the Lord for you. This is Pastor Michelle Donatian signing off. God bless you and to Jesus be all the praise.